episode of TWSS. That's what she said with Zach and Nicole. Awesome. And we actually have a special guest this week. Special. It's been way too long since we brought someone on. So if you want to introduce yourself. Oh, you can see my mess. It's in the back of my bed. Oh, no. <laughs> it's all good. Bailey. And uh, yeah, Nicole's the one that actually pretty much got me into all of this. So she drugged me here today. <laughs> a little apprentice. <laughs> I take it. I take it. I take people under my wing and just, I push Marvel on people. So that's what got her here today. Um, But yeah, so it's going to actually be a very, very special episode since having, we have Bailey on and now we have um, the first recap of WandaVision since the first two episodes were released. So we're just going to dive right into that. Um, So episode one was kind of I okay so do do you want to start this or do you want me to (laughs) I want you to start it because I know you have some crazy conspiracies and I just want to kind of debunk them so that's because you know me I love putting you down every now and again no I'm joking I know you do (laughs) no you have to in order to get me to like level me um devil's advocate here <laughs> so I okay, you don't have to debunk my theories until like episode two, I would say. But episode one, um, I will admit I almost skipped a majority of the episode because I was like, okay, like I kind of want to get into like I feel like the end is gonna be the action part, but I didn't. Um, it was very cute and quirky, I will say. It's something that as a Marvel fan, I'm like, okay, this is leading up to something big, something bigger than what we're expecting now um obviously i did not expect for the first episode for something major to happen neither did i expect in the second episode which i'll get into later um first episode we get introduced to Catherine hahn and she i i she's gonna be the it factor of the show i'm gonna say that right now she's going to be she's hysterical so far she's really good i think her acting is underrated um I think she's overlooked as an actor. I think she has so much potential and I think this show is really going to bring that out in her because I don't watch too much stuff with her. Um, but I'm probably going to start. Um, the only other... Th- um, the Agatha character? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I. she's from... Um, she's been on a lot of comedies is what I know her from. I've never really seen her in like a, a serious role because I know she's in like Step Brothers and mm-hmm. bad moms those are the only two that i know her from but this is like the first role where she's actually like you know playing a more serious character yes she um well uh, serious as far as we know but and okay so my my theory with her was that she was the reason why wanda was in this in the first place but I went after the first two episodes, I went back and watched the newer trailer for the whole thing. And it's, I think it's kind of, I think she's trapped in whatever world they have all them in right now. I think that this is someone playing with them. I couldn't tell you, I don't know who it is. Um, there's a lot of people thinking it's manifesto, um, from the comics. I don't know much about him other than he's like kind of a devilish character, but first episode, I will say the one thing that got me the most was the dinner scene, which I'm going to jump to the end on this one. Um, because when the guys are, st- when the husband, Mr. Hurt, starts to choke, Wanda kind of breaks out of character. It's not breaking fourth wall, but it's breaking her like perfect 
I love Lucy character. Yeah. yeah her mm-hmm. chance and telling him she goes, she's has this like perfect voice up until now. And she goes, Viz save him. And then they kind of snap back in. So that's kind of what I noticed. And I'm like, okay. So like her humanity is still there no matter where she is. Like her humanity kicked in, but the trance came back after that. And she was like, Oh wait, we're back in this section. Like she's kind of like, and a lot of people said before going into the show, she's like denying everything, Mm. which is what I saw more in the second episode. But first episode wise, Mm -hmm. what did you guys think? Uh, Bailey? Um, With the dinner scene. Um, Yeah. It, cause it got weird right when um, the wife who is also from the seventies show, but she, um, when she just started laughing, she's like, stop it, cut it out, cut it out. Her mm-hmm. husband was choking and that was just eerie. It was just because of black and white and then her just like laughing. And she's like, stop it, stop it. And Wanda's kind of like, even she was like, hold on, like this isn't normal. Um, yeah, and then when she, yeah, she snapped out of it and she was like, save him. And Vision got up and, you know, helped him. And then they they all were just like, okay, gotta go, bye. <laughs> it's like, yeah, all right, that was um interesting. Yeah, I think that was the most like pivotal part of the entire episode because we finally see like, okay, because leading up to that, it was very fifties. It was very okay. Like this is how we see her in this this state. We know like something is happening with her. We just don't know what. And then we kind of finally see that again, that humanity side of her. Like that's how I, that's what I consider it. Um, I don't. Zach, I see a lot of shit happening. Okay. Yeah, I I don't consider it her humanity. I and I've been thinking about it more after listening to some podcasts, kind of breaking it down. But mm-hmm. Brandon Katz from the Postgred podcast was talking about. He thinks that this is Wanda created this environment to deal with her grief. And I think that's as close to what I feel it probably is. So what I think is happening is anybody dying or anything that might ruin the idyllic situation, Mm -hmm. she's shutting Mm -hmm. it down. And that's where she comes back and she's like, oh, hell no. Like, save him or no, this isn't like we're going to get to episode two. But she does something in episode two, which I think is very key to this whole situation because you get the sense that Wanda's still in power in every single part of these situations. Like it's, these things aren't, these things aren't happening to her. She has direct control over the situations. And I think that in itself makes me think that she is doctoring these environments and these situations and whether it's, because of grief or whether it's um, just this next level of her power that we haven't seen before. Um, that's what I think. I, I, I think. So you think it's her creating this own dimension and this own reality she, and it's I, not someone controlling her. Yeah, I don't think it's her. I think, I think it's, I think it could be grief where sometimes when people are grieving, they make up or they believe that their partner is still alive and they can well, that's also them. in the comics. In the comics, she makes yeah. up everything. Like she creates so, her own vision. She creates everything. I think it's that rather than somebody controlling her. And I think I think what it is is that we're watching her mind. 
and we're watching what she's playing out, okay. which then comes back to the end of episode one with somebody watching the TV and they're like watching the episode. And so I think it's that sort of hypnotic trance thing where some people just go under and then you can watch what's in their mind, you know, like meet the Robinsons kind of thing where you can watch their memories or watch what they're thinking. I think it's that situation where somebody at sword is watching her create these memories. And then you, when we get into episode two, we'll talk about the, the eerie voice that is also heard, but I think that's what's happening. So with episode one, with the person at the end, um, I did make note. So I don't know if this is completely accurate. This could be wrong mm-hmm. for all I know, but from what I've been seeing, there's a there's a theory and there's a spoiler that at the end, the person that we see watching the TV is Dr. Darcy um, from Thor, Kat Dennings. So there's a theory that it's her because it is a female hand and they and I don't remember the context of why they thought it was her, but they think it's her watching Wanda because she... I, I, again, I don't know. I just saw well, it on. I mean, a, I don't want to assume, I don't want to assume that it's a female hand. So I'm not going to say that, but I, I think. Yes. Fair, I think whatever. if I, if I were to put my tin foil hat on, I would agree with you, but I do think it's a little, it's a little far fetched in a way. I think that's something that you kind of want to happen rather than something that's actually happening because why would Dr. Darcy be working for, for, for sword? First of all, and then second of all, because she's also dealt with intergalactic being. She's dealt with Thor. She's dealt with Loki. But I mean, Wanda's not really bullshit. an intergalactic being. She's but more she of a. Still has those powers, so she's dealt with that those powers before. Okay, but then why would she be watching Wanda's memories? Because she understands. She's like, okay, she's a doctor. I don't fucking know. Ask the doctor. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you put your tinfoil hat on, like it makes sense. But if you're just like looking at it very plainly, it could just be a, a sword agent just watching. It could. Yeah, it sounds, and that's that's voice, fair. The voice sounds like an interrogation. It sounds like why? Because the question is, uh, <laughs> what's happening to you, Wanda? Why are you doing this, Wanda? Or who's doing this to you, Wanda? So it's like so. I, I'm of the sense that Wanda is being held somewhere, and they're trying to figure out what she is doing and what kind of world she's fabricated for herself and why it could be somebody working on her do it making her believe these things or it could just be her it could be both but i think there's just not enough that you've given us for us to really have a better idea of what's going on yeah so i agree with that actually i think that because that's kind of what I've been thinking this whole time that she's created this out of grief for you know vision dying and all her friends dying and all that you know um and then maybe sure because we've also seen there's a still of um in like present time I guess you can call it like the normal universe reality that um you see like a bunch of agents like there's this like four like a force field vortex type thing and they're reaching out to it so it's like she's created this and maybe she created it and then someone was like oh I can use this and so other people are trying to control it possibly and that's why they're watching her they're trying to see what she's capable of possibly but I think she made it not meaning to just out of trying to cope yeah we also don't know how 
how long after Endgame this show takes place. Because, yeah. and I think, I think they've said that we'll figure that out sometime in the show. Um, again, Paul Benny said a bunch of everything will happen towards the last three episodes. So like, I'm kind of going into these first two episodes, I will say. I wasn't expecting too much, but I wasn't expecting nothing. I was expecting, okay, we're going to get a little Easter eggs here and there of what's going to be about what is going to happen going through, going towards the rest of this season. Um, I will say Zach, we were wrong in that theory about Monica Rambeau though. We did say that she would be introduced, I think like a few episodes in. We said, I, uh, I, I think I said like three you. or four episodes in. I think yeah, she was I disagree with you, and in. I said she, she would be there by episode six or seven. I said, and I like, said, I, I, like, didn't I say like two or three? The tail end. I think you said three. Like, no, I think you said she. You'd see her in the first couple of episodes. I think it so. only. Ma- I mean, we'll get into episode. Is there anything else you want to talk about with episode one while we have it? I do That's want to talk out. about the commercials though, because I'm that commercial I'm loving, was interesting. Yes, I'm loving. I, I I will say before like we get into it, like I'm really enjoying this series, and I didn't think I would be, but I'm actually really enjoying it. But to the commercials, they are so funny, but and they're bringing forth characters. So the first one we see Stark Industries, right? And I didn't catch that until like I saw a post on. Um, Twitter about it, about mm-hmm. the Stark industry thing, but that is supposed to, uh, it's supposed to reference vision dying, apparently, mm. I think, or no, no, no. It's supposed to, it's supposed to um, reference Stark when he didn't save Wanda and Pietro the first time, I guess it's like something like when the toaster goes off, it's supposed it's to be like the building. It's yeah. It's supposed that they, um, yeah, I saw that too. I saw a post on it where, um, when they were trapped in the rubble and the only thing they saw was the Stark missile or bomb that wasn't yeah. going to go off and they thought that it was. And so, yeah, I guess that represents the toaster kind of where they're just like ticking and they think it's going to go off and yada, yada, yada. And then they're waiting for and the red light. And he never yeah. does. Yeah. Okay. So like the, those, um, I do agree with you that the commercials are very interesting and they, and I almost fast forwarded through them as well, but did you, did you catch the watch in the second episode? I know we're going to get the second episode. Strucker. Strucker. But did you, but did you see this? Yeah. The Hydra symbol on the watch. That was the first. Okay. Cause I was like, like, okay, this is juicy now. This is going to be. This is getting good. I'm, I'm interested to see what the next couple episodes, what their commercials are going to be. Cause I think. Go ahead. Was it also in the first episode that they made the comment where um, with the plates, he said, my wife and her flying discs. And then she said, my husband and his indestructible head. Mm-hmm. First episode, that, yeah. I think, I mean, people are kind of referencing it to um, Infinity War when she had lifted up the, um, whatever those things were, the wheel, you know, disc looking oh, thing. The, the alien ships. Right, yeah. When she lifted those up and then um obviously when you know mm. ripped out of head but, um, <laughs> but yeah that that was pretty cool to just how people caught on to little things like that you know the little tiny stuff is really cool to me did yeah. you see the end credit i mean obviously i stayed for the end credit for everything but the end credit for each episode they have um 
the shapes of Wanda, like her actual character. And then they have, apparently at the end of the first one, they reference what a vision hit the stone being taken out of his mind when I guess it's like red thing. I don't know. There, there's a part Are you talking the about of- like those crystals things in the title yes. scene, the title card? Yeah. There was like yeah. Wanda's original costume and visions, original comic book costume with the, with the mind stone on him. Um, I did catch They're that. making, they're making a lot of references in both episodes that have like the Hydra thing on in episode two that we'll get to that. I caught on to right away. I was like, Oh, and that's what made me text you. And I was like, maybe this is Hydra taking over her, but I, I, <laughs> um, anything else with the first episode and before we get into the second episode, cause the second episode no. had a lot of, stuff going on oh oh the um the question of the work where vision works yeah 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 yeah. and no one seems to know they're like we're just doing input output he's like but like what for what and they're like for this you know yeah that i'm like what is this yeah that was very interesting that was really interesting you know any theories on that um Again, that's why, that's why I'm going to say, that's why I think this is fabricated. That's why, because there's no reason for Vision to be somewhere and not know why he's doing it. Like he's very precise and he knows what he's doing. So for Vision to be somewhere and not know why he's there. And then also like the whole heart thing, putting a heart on the calendar thing was iffy to me as well. It's just... And it also seems like, and I guess this is maybe just like the sitcom era of that time, but Vision seems very clueless compared to what he is naturally. And do you think I he's know fabricated that, then, or do you think she's keeping him alive in her mind? Like he's an actual being that's being well, that's in her mind. Another thing, well, I things i don't know because you know that the show's purpose is to kind of make a commentary on television through the ages through the sitcoms so you know in like those 20s and 30s kind of sitcoms the dad was kind of aloof and not very sure of himself yeah he goes to work but he doesn't really know and and the wife is at home and she's dealing with a lot more stuff and she's making um more decisions, you know? And so I think maybe it's that, but I'm just thinking when we've seen Vision before, he's he he's very sure of himself. He knows what he's doing and he's not like a klutz because he has no reason to yeah. be. And so now he is. So I'm wondering, is it that we're in Wanda's mind or is it that Wanda's expressing herself using sitcoms or... Like that's why what I'm trying to get to, and I'm wondering, do you does Vision become more sure of himself as the series goes on? You mean like, um, what is that? When people are like aware of themselves? Yeah, where he he because uh, we have that clip in the trailer where he sees um, Catherine Hahn in the car, and Catherine's like, "Yeah, um, am I dead?" And he goes, "No," and he goes. She goes, well, because you are. And then like, she has that maniacal laugh, right? So it could be that eventually Vision will wake up from this trance and realize that, oh, I'm in Wanda's mind and she's making all of this up. But it's just very interesting that 
for the time being, he's not very sure of himself. And Wanda makes all the moves for the most part. So that's my next question for both of you. Regarding what we've seen so far and what you've seen in the trailer, um, do you actually think that Vision is physically live? I don't. But then again, I mean, this is all just a precursor to the multiverse of madness. So who knows if Mm -hmm. then, well, maybe it is a different universe, but then wouldn't, now my head hurts because now I'm trying to think because (laughs) (laughs) that's how he feels all the time with me. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Right. So, you know, uh, Dr. Strange, when they were on, you know, the other planet and he was talking and he's like, oh, there's so many endings. (laughs) This is the only one where we, there's only one where we win. If there are other multiverses, they're obviously different and they obviously didn't win. So, but then Wanda would be dead. Yeah, right? Because she turned to dust when Thanos tapped. You know what, guys, listen. (laughs) Now my head hurts because it's like, Maybe yeah. no, I see. I see where you're going I with this. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. Could, it could be that the way he saw it was in different multiverses, or it could have been like the different ways that he was seeing the outcome, like in their physical Earth one, whatever it is, that in and on their Earth that he saw a million four a million and fourteen different ways that they could have won, but there was only one aspect. So it could have been that it was in the multiverse, or it could have been that it was just that way he was doing it. But I do agree with you that this is this and it, it it's pretty much is confirmed that this is how everything because I did read something, Zach, and I freaking told you this was going to happen. What happens at the end of this show is stated to have a direct ripple effect to Spider-Man 3 and Doctor Strange of the Multiverse. So we are going to see a ripple effect. Yes. Yeah, we said confirmed. that. We oh, said that. I? Oh, I just yeah, like defensive, both obviously. <laughs> We both agreed on that. <laughs> Shows how much I pay attention to what we say. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I agree with Bailey. I think that it's. I, I, I disagree because I don't think it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> he disagrees just, with me on everything. Be, just to be annoying. No, yeah. I, I just. No, go I'm, ahead. Just, I'm not sure if it is alternate realities other than a, a made-up situation, you know? I... But then that would mean that she's able to create her own universe. In her mind. Okay, so you don't think... But it's affecting others is the thing, so... We don't know that for sure. Because she so could we, be making up everybody. I'm going to say... I'm going to be the odd man out and just say, I think someone's controlling her and her mind right now. The reason why I I wonder is there are too many pieces from an Easter eggs from other, other, other movies in the MCU that she's pulling from. And that's why I'm, I'm confused. Like, what, and we're going to get into episode two with Monica Rambeau, but I think, I think we should jump to episode two now because I can't say much until we get right, into episode. I, but like, I, 
maybe we can come back to it, but I'm just saying, I, was there a moment where Wanda met Monica Rambeau? Because how does she just pull that character out of thin air? And that's the thing that I'm mm -hmm. kind of confused about or curious about is I some characters she's pulling from from what? Where where are they coming from? And I and that's that because you the still of the force field or whatever, you see Monica reaching for it. And so people have a theory that maybe she was somehow the only one that could get across into it. And then somehow she fell under the trance as well. Mm -hmm. And that she Which was a good possibility. That's, that's just what I saw on Twitter. I'm not sure, but you know, that maybe these people somehow have the ability to get into this space that she's created and then you know, gone mad themselves. Which is which is why the beekeeper man coming out of the manhole in episode two is very key. Because is it that this is an individual who's coming into her world and invading her space? Or is it that this is someone who was always there? Like, these are the questions that I, I left myself with because, and also like, for instance, the... We're gonna get into episode two about the colored the 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 chopper, uh, the toy chopper. It's like she's in what the nineteen forties esque, right? In that at that point, where is she in like 60s. television history? Sixties. Sixties. The second. So she's still she's still before with color. Monica Rambeau. It looks like the seventies. Yeah. Is it the seventies? It looks like seventies. Yeah, it looks like like the Brady Bunch part. So there's that, and then there's color in this situation. And that chopper looks relatively new-ish. It doesn't look like a chopper from that age. At least, I mean, I'm not a history buff to know that, but I was just like, hmm, that doesn't look like something someone in this era would have. So I'm wondering if she's pulling from real world, the, her, her memories from when she was alive, and bringing into this space, or is it like Inception where someone's planting these bits in her mind and she's living it out? That's that's another thing that I I, I wonder. So many possibilities. Are we talking I just about episode two now? Are we yeah, talking we're, about talk, we're gonna okay. we're jumping on episode two because I feel like this is what makes this series even more interesting because there are so many loose ends on episode two. So episode two, I forgot how it started out, but you, you kind of see like not a more mature Wanda and Vision, but you see like a new, a new look. Like they have the short, she has a short hair. Well, that it goes by the decade. So each episode is a different decade. Yeah. So I was thinking the first one was fifties. Now this one's sixties because 60s. the next one is seventies and that's color. Yeah. yeah. I think you can tell with the with the you know like the, the outfits you know what they wore in the 70s you know the flower and child stuff. yeah mm -hmm. i think this one was um if i'm not mistaken i think it was bewitched because of all mm -hmm. like the magic they supposedly have um what i find interesting more episode two was more of my favorite because it kind of goes more into um like more mystery because she walks out and she's baffled to see this colored air like helicopter in the bushes and it's kind of gives her like that's kind of where i disagree with you on like it's her mind because i feel like it's 
maybe it could be her mind pulling tricks on her and being like, okay, no, this is what's happening. But her subconscious is like, no, like you are staying here. No, this is this. Okay. I, I, I agree with you, but I'm going to flip it. I think that it's her subconscious telling her that it's not real and her mind's believing that it is. I think her subconscious is planting these nuggets to like kind of pull her her out of it. Yeah, to pull her out of this funk, this trance she's put herself in and remind her that this is all fake. And then she's purposefully denying the things that she's seeing to pull her out. But Mm -hmm. continue. No, no, no. I mean, I was going to go in the way of like, okay, someone's controlling her in the aspect, but her subconscious is telling her like, okay, this is what's real. And maybe the person, maybe her being a puppet is like, okay, no, this isn't, I know what's real. Um, And then I will say when Agnes came up, I definitely thought she was going to kind of acknowledge the helicopter because yeah, but like as of right now, they're calling her Agnes because they don't want to specifically say who her character really is. If she is Agatha, um, but wait, I think, wait, wait. Well, listen, who's Agatha? <laughs> what's the, what's the last name of Agatha in the comics? It's Agatha. What? I'm going to have to Google search. It's yeah. So another witch that, yeah. So in, in the comics, Agatha, um, he's going to look up the last name. She is actually like the witch that kind of like, um, Oh my God, what's, what's the word? Ma- mentors Wanda. Agatha Harkness. Agatha Harkness. So in the co- in this show right now, they're calling her Agnes. Okay. So everyone in like the comic world is like, okay, she's going to show up to be Agatha Harkness in right. later on. So that's what we're kind of waiting on. But right now it's kind of just like, she's Agnes. Um, yeah, I guess the name's wrong. Um, you know those old names. Um, no, 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 you're right, you're right. But it, it, that, like, that's just a comic thing that they're doing. I think that they're just kind of, but you know how Marvel is. Um, Marvel's very, like, they, they like to keep shit under wraps. Um, but yeah, with, with the helicopter, and then when she when we finally get to meet Monica Rambeau, I think she has a different name. Um, I like her character, I do. I like how she comes up and... I've never really seen her as an actress before. So meeting her and then like when you find out and you're like, okay, this is, this is, um, you don't meet her as Monica Rambeau. Zach, do you remember her name? Sorry, I was reading this thing and just got very interesting for a second. Oh, uh, what were you saying? Monica Rambeau, her character, when did we first, when we first meet her in the black? Yes. Uh, uh, Gwendolyn? Gwen- Gwendolyn? Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn. Yes. Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn? Um, Something the like most that. interesting the most interesting part of that scene is the radio because we've seen it in the trailer and then when it comes out and the guy says monica or he says wanda who's doing this to you mm-hmm. there's theories that that's the cop from ant-man the asian guy that tries to arrest scott did you see ant-man yeah you know the guy the <laughs> like why wouldn't i have seen that man i don't know yeah, so Ant Man. We're pulling from Thor. Now we're pulling from Ant Man. Exactly. That's that's why it's confusing. Because we're just and and we're also not we're not even like pulling titular characters. We're pulling like the most obscure characters that you could blink yeah. and miss twice. Yeah. Like it's not even 
big names that they're pulling. So yeah, what about the radio? I'm just saying the radio scene was very interesting because at that point you it's it's a turning point now for the series, not really for this, yes, for the series, because you're you're starting to see. I like that we got these two episodes because first episode we got these little Easter eggs, but then the second episode you get so many more drops throughout the, the show. Mm-hmm. You get the radio when yes. The guy comes on and says, Wanda, who's doing this to you? Who's doing this to you? Do you know? Like, are you there? And then she, which this comes with the subconscious because she breaks the radio because she's like, I don't want anyone to interrupt this. So then, and then we go past that and like the magician stuff. um, Which the the blood was in color. Yes, with Dottie. That's my point that's why i think the 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 world she's creating is breaking because why in the world would there be color in a black and white tv show that's how we get color at the end why is there color and and for it to be breaking for just when when dotty break breaks the glass and when the 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 toy helicopter it's why are these things here, first of all? And then why can I see it in bright red? What, what is that? There's got to be some symbolism with that. And she's also wearing red. When everything reveals it and she's in color, you realize she's in full out red from head to toe. She's in the Scarlet Witch colors. Yeah, which is really interesting. I was not expecting um, that. And then stuff yeah. I saw it in color, I was like, ah, I was not expecting those colors. <laughs> I was wearing like, I don't know, green. I don't know. <laughs> bright red. I was like, bright red. It's like, yeah, it was a lot. Um, skipping to the, okay, so the magician scene, the magician scene was, that was interesting. Okay, it was okay. there. Uh, before, oh. you, before you get there, before you get there, a point was brought up on, on postgrad, and I think we should bring it up, right? Where vision eats gum and that blocks his whole system, right? Mm-hmm. We all agree we saw that. Yes. Okay. So then how come in Civil War, Vision is making Parpakash and tasting it? So he can eat food. It's been established he can eat food before. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, I can't eat food or I don't eat food. And everyone's like, why can't you eat food? I'm thinking to myself... How was the guy tasting things before and now cannot eat food? Like you can't cook for Wanda and not be able to to taste anything. I guess is it that her mind? Is it that he can't eat food because he's a machine, or he can't eat food because he has no taste and he just doesn't know what food is? I think because he's not alive. Because she created him. Because I'm thinking such a high, such a, Tony Stark's not going to build a machine that breaks down by gum. Like, <laughs> I can't fathom, I can't, you know what I mean? One of the smartest guys around makes a machine that gum gets in the system and just stops it from working. And I know that's just a sitcom ploy, but it's, I was like, that's a good point. He did taste the paprikash in in Civil War. So is it that he can't eat food or is it that, you know, and why eat gum? 
of all things. And yeah, why does gum? Why does I don't, gum? I don't make think him he could. Drunk? I don't think he could taste in Civil War because he had her taste it. Yeah, because he, he was making it, and then she's she was like, "Oh, this, this doesn't taste that paprikash." But that doesn't. But wouldn't his system have been faulty then? From that, from tasting it to the gum is also sticky, so. But that's how they try and reason it and say, oh, the gum's sticky. So that's why he can't taste it or he can't swallow. You know, it's weird. Anyway. Um, he could taste it in the, in the episode, right? Because he's like, what is this? And he's like, it's cinnamon or something. Did he? Or am I just making this up? Oh, the gum? The gum was cinnamon gum? Mm-hmm. It was big hot. <laughs> big, big hot. hot. <sighs> I don't know if he directly like said like, or maybe he was just confused because he was like chewing on it. I don't remember honestly. I might just be making this up. It I was very confused someone. about that. Um, but so with that, um, I mean, I don't know about you guys. I did not care for the magician scene. I mean, I guess I I understood because that's kind of him going crazy, but. And we see how the gum did affect his system, I guess. But um, I don't know. Is there anything you wanted to touch on the magician scene or? Well, I think it was interesting that Wanda didn't want Vision to reveal his powers. And it's also interesting that Wanda wants to fit in so much. So I was I was interested in the fact that obviously Vision is using his real powers and showing the audience kind of real magic, and then Wanda's having to come in and use her Wanda, magic. Wanda wants to keep him a secret, and Wanda wants to keep her life under wraps. So, which again makes me think that she's making this up because if Vision reveals his true abilities, then it completely destroys this fabricated world that she's built for herself on just the first level that everyone's going to realize that she's not real. And then that's why she's also concerned with Dottie and Dottie's being like, I've seen you and your husband and blah, 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 blah. Like that they're not the idyllic couple that they're trying to make out to be. Right. And Even in the first episode when um, Agnes was like, when's your guys' anniversary? When's, you know, when did you get married? Why don't you have rings? Or- but I yeah. like that because then it's like, it's, it's showing that they, it's making them think and it's showing, okay, maybe something is wrong with this world because if they don't remember getting married and they don't remember anything. But they don't even remember how they got there. Exactly. Like they, they just drove into this town and just set up shop in the house. They didn't buy the house. The house was sold apparently. And they just watched it. Like there's been no sense of, who are we? Where are we? Why are we here? And that's why when Vision asking that question in the first episode is so key, it's been like, hey, what do we do here? Because you realize that nothing has been set up to establish why these characters are where they are. They're just in Westview. And it just doesn't change. And the house changes from episode one to episode two, but nobody even questions that aspect of it. Really? Yeah. The house is different. I didn't know. I will say though, okay, I'm gonna skip the magician scene and and okay. go straight to the house because I was so excited for this. Um, the wardrobe had the soul stone on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my little tidbit. 
Yeah. <laughs> it did. No, it did. It did. And when he brings it out, it has a soul stone on it. And then, um, or no, the soul stone, the mind stone, my bee. Um, and then we see the beekeeper. And I know Zach yeah. has theories on the beekeeper. I don't know whether this is a shield agent or whether this sword. is. It would be sword. Villain, uh, I mean, sorry, sword agent. That's what I meant to say. Or whether it's a villain that we have yet to see or whether. It's I'm going to make bets to, okay, go ahead. Make a bet. I'm calling it sword. I'm hundred percent calling sword. The right thing now. is, the thing is I saw the sword logo on his back when he came out of the, of the manhole. So why I think it's sword. bees. Like why beekeeper? Do you think that's why beekeeper or it could be a hazmat suit and it could just be her imagining him with bees, but it could just be him coming. The out thing of something. I'm thinking whether it was bees or was it flies? Could be since he was coming out of the sewer. But I'm not just thinking that. I'm thinking like death, like decomposing body. There's flies. And I know this is like way out there, but that's where I was like, hmm, why are those bees or are they flies? First of all, he's coming out of a manhole. So he's he's inserting inserting himself into this world that he otherwise wouldn't be a part of. And we can't see his face, so we don't know who he is. So that's why I was like, I don't exactly know who he is, but I'm sure we'll find out. But I, I wonder, I do know S.W.O.R.D. is watching or monitoring this situation because there have been way too many S.W.O.R.D. logos. Now S.W.O.R.D. is, it's a subcategory of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Is that? So it's it's a space. Um, it's it's like Shield, but it's in space, and it's so if you you saw Far From Home, right? No. Oh, so at the, <laughs> so at the end of Far, it's okay. But at the end of Far From Home in the after credit, um, you see Nick Fury is in a space station that is Sword, and it's where the Kree are. So Sword is pretty much another Shield. It's just stationed up in space, and they kind of deal with more of like space things. They deal with more of the, um. I don't want to say like Thor-like people, but they deal with more of extraterrestrial up there. Which, if we're talking space, makes sense from Monica Rambo. Thank you, and that's what I've said. But then again, is it that the thing is, when did Wanda meet Monica? And I think that's going to be said as well, because we find, because supposedly, or not supposedly, um, Marvel said that they don't really have a storyline from Monica Rambeau, so they They've been making it up as they go for this series specifically because which you can tell Captain Marvel too. Yes, <laughs> it will lead into Captain Marvel too. Almost, and so that brings up the question: Is Captain Marvel two set before after WandaVision? Could be set before, and we see how she meets Wanda in there, or it could be set after, and we see how she ends up with. I Captain don't know because remember we've seen that clip in the trailer of Monica Rambeau on the floor, like on the grass. So. Again, we have to wait until we get into the full color spectrum episodes yes. that look more Which like was, Marvel movies. That will be the real life. That's the only way. And it way was amazing. Know. Honestly, the transition, and I mean, I didn't mean to cut you off, but the transition from black and white to the color episode was amazing because I didn't catch this, but on Twitter, they caught that one of the walls was Sokovia. It's a, it's literally a very, very light, luminescent Sokovia buildings. Like when they're, when they pan across the whole like 
living room you see on the wall you see like a little um silhouette of buildings which is supposed to represent Sokovia. yes mm-hmm. and then you see like everything turn into light and Sokovia is that's where Mark, um age of where... ultron happened yeah the big city that fell from the sky what was zach Zach and I can go on like an hour tangent about Age of Ultron, but we, we're, we're waiting until Patreon to do that. <laughs> oh, okay. Subscribe to our Patreon. This is a good plug. <laughs> this is a challenge. Yeah. Subscribe to our Patreon and our Twitter and our Facebook page because we need some support. Um, we need your support. So How about if we, if we pick up 25 more followers on Twitter, we will do an entire episode dedicated to Age of Ultron. Fair. I'm game. So tell your friends, Bailey, to subscribe to us, and then we'll do an entire argument on Age of Ultron, because we have very different views on Age of Ultron. My friend is so not happy with me, because... So the other night, I have to just talk about this a little bit. Um, I saw something on Twitter where people were arguing, like, who do you think is the most powerful, you know, Avenger? And it was between Wanda... Uh, Captain Marvel and Thor and um, and so I, w- I was talking to him about it because anyway I said that you know um, I think we're going to see a lot more of what Wanda can do obviously in this and then in the um, next Doctor Strange and he was like she doesn't do anything blah 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 yeah um, <laughs> he's in for a very rude awakening at the end of this show <laughs> Yeah, I was like, but yeah, so he he keeps messing with me. He's like, Wanda's trash, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so. I definitely think Wanda is the strongest Avenger. Um, she almost killed Thanos. I know. But- have, yeah, but we still haven't, we still haven't seen exactly what Captain Marvel can do either. That's the, that's yes, the top but- So with WandaVision, we will see Wanda's full powers. We will see how she becomes Scarlet Witch. Um, Captain Marvel 2, I agree. We will see a whole new set of Carol Danvers. Um, Question. Qu- okay, answer. Wanda getting pregnant? Do you think it was from this- like the the whole beds being pushed together and then she's oh, absolutely. pregnant? Or... Oh, or... Or... Do you think this is another aspect of her fabricating things? Because in the comics, Wanda uh, seals Agatha's energy and then that manifests itself in kids. So maybe when they linked arms at the beginning of the episode, maybe that's... Don't know, but I'm just curious how the episode... Like, she's, she's like three months, three to maybe five months pregnant by the end of the episode. And I'm like, no. Yeah, she has her stomach. She's showing. She's- Bro, that's not three months. She's in it, dude. She's she's definitely like- That's more than three months. More than three months. So I was like, like three to like six months, she was showing. She's like big. Like I was like, there's no way you had sex. I wouldn't consider that big, but- Oh my gosh! I'm just saying, like, she shouldn't be. She wouldn't be showing otherwise, unless. Yeah, she wouldn't be showing otherwise, unless like had some time. But like, I was just confused about that. Was how did how did we get from 
the beginning of this It'll episode. Be her mind yeah, playing tricks on her and like she's imagining that she wants kids. So going to I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying anyone's right or wrong. I'm saying we don't know what's going on with the show. So I'm playing off of you. I don't want her to have to take care of kids. I think she's going to because it's going to get into that Brady Bunch kind of feel. That and the fact that we need to be introduced to Wiccan and Speed, and there, and yeah, then that's going to so. lead into Young Avengers, which is going to be, I'm going to say. But Captain again, Marvel we don't know if this is real. A- we don't know if this is real. That's why. That's the that's the but- fun part about this is they can set all of this up and just be like, ha ha ha, we 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 faked the whole thing. It wasn't real, and so we're like left again. Which is why I think Doctor Strange is going to show up in the last 15 minutes. And I told Katie the other day, but, and Katie's like, I absolutely think you're but right. Even, think again, but even, again, this is what's going to be a theme for this <laughs> series. If Doctor Strange shows up, it could be fabricated. It could be a lie. The whole thing why could be a lie. Why would she fabricate Doctor Strange? She's barely, because she's, she's met, met Doctor Strange. Strange. No, she hasn't. They fought together. How does she not know who Doctor Strange is? She didn't necessarily fight side by side with him, but she, she didn't meet Monica Rambeau. She didn't meet Monica Rambeau, and she's here. Like, <laughs> don't throw things that, like that at me. <laughs> He's making stuff up. He could be. I don't know. I just what happens know. between yeah. us, Bailey, in a in a podcast? <laughs> I just know <laughs> things are going to get very creepy in the next couple of episodes. And I hope. Oh, I, I, I feel, 100% agree. I feel like they kind of edge towards the horror aspect of it without fully going there. Which and is I, what we're going to get in I Doctor really, Strange with Sam Raimi's really Doctor Strange. Go we're going to get that aspect. No, I, you do I you really don't. want them to go there in this episode. I really want them to embrace this horror aspect. I think it's new. I don't think they would fresh. until the fifth or sixth episode. I think the last four to three to four episodes are going to be those creepy. That's what I'm saying. I I'm, I can't wait for that. That's what. Yeah, I no, want me too. Compared to like, I do like the sitcom aspect, but I'm, I'm very into a comic book horror kind of aspect. That's well, more. Sprinkled throughout, I feel like, you know, especially in the first right. episode, you know, dinner scene, the laughing maniacally and the guy dying and everyone's right. kind of, and then in the second one with the radio and then the beekeeper, yeah. you know, it's like sprinkled just a little, just, it's not it's, even yeah. like, it's just eerie feeling. It's like something's it's, it's wrong. It's like Twilight Zone-ish. Because you, kind of you yeah. don't know what's going to happen and you don't know who this person is. And then it's, it's. A creepy moment going but back into with, something that's sweet. But even with the beekeeper, this is why I think she's fabricating it because she just goes no and rewinds the yes. whole thing. Yeah, that that's like, kind of what like I, I had to do how, a double take on. I had to re- rewind it. How do you have the power just to be like, no, I'm not dealing with this, and then just go back to like the best moment you ever had? That's. And then was it, did she have kids before that? Is it that she was revealed that she had kids before she said no? Or was it after she said no that she had kids? After she said no. So again, is why I think that she's making it up because she was like, I'm going to replace, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to replace this with the best possible ending to this episode. And instead of us going up. In the Mm. first episode, the dinner, 
you know, when she tells Vision, save him, instead of just doing a normal Heimlich, he uses his powers, powers to take out what was in his throat. And they, the couple, they didn't acknowledge it whatsoever. Yep, it didn't you know what I mean? Like They just got up and said, oh, look at the time. Well, we have to go. And it's like... Um, I would have been like, how did you just do that? <laughs> but they were just like, bye. And I was like, um, did you not see that? It's weird. So she's like acknowledging it in her memory, but then she like goes back to, okay, so this is what's happening because she doesn't want anyone else dying. But again, it's... And, and another thing is, she has to command vision to do it. That's, so she's control. Yeah. So she, which is what the control. Which again, this is something that the post cred podcast, and I hate bringing them up all the time, but I'm just like, it was just interesting point paper up where I was like, hmm, she commands him to do it. So it's like, she must have some control over the universe that she's in, the space that she's in, the environment must be under her control. Well, yes, during the magician show in the second episode, everyone's like, how does he do that? And then she controls him to, or she controls the situation. And they're all like, oh, wait, never mind. So it is this. Like she she makes it to the, the scene seem how it isn't. But she's so like when he's floating. Almost, but she's doing it for almost everything. So she's trying to perfect her world and she doesn't want anything to ruin it. She doesn't want people to question it. And then chaos but why exactly that's it that's the question of the show why is she doing this why is this happening to her and that's what what we have to find out going into the show and I it sucks that it's only yeah. weekly because it's so good like i would i don't watch the i show don't believe it's yeah i don't believe it's happening to her i think she's doing it to herself how many episodes about each friday so it's gonna be one, but there's nine episodes. So I think, so I think the reason they put two, the first two episodes out now was so that way we can just get past all that and go into everything. So I think from starting, and you can disagree with me, I think starting now, episode three and going forward, it's gonna be, it's gonna start going. It's gonna show like crazier shits happening. They're supposed to be getting longer episodes. So starting, I think, in episode like four or five. It's going to be 45 to an hour. I, the reason I why the I kind of disagree th- is because okay. I still think they want to play with the sitcom thing a little bit more. I, I Well, if they're going to play the sitcom, it's going to go up until like six or seven episodes. I think at se- episode seven or eight, she's going to, shit's going to hit the fan and she's going to oh, be like. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. She's yeah. going to hit the fan by like. But Paul Bettany has said that the action scenes, the Marvel-esque episodes, action scenes happen towards the last three episodes. So I think something in the last three episodes, seven through nine is going to shake her world. Well, if you think about it, so 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. So it's like six. So maybe we're still going through the decades. I mean, I think there's going to be more sprinkled things throughout. Cause it's like in the first episode, it's really just the dinner scene. Second one, we have the helicopter, we had the blood, we had the, radio we have the beekeeper you know i feel like there's going to be more and more but maybe still keep the decade theme going mm. but then again like then we're going to end up with present wanda but after the 2000s what tv show is i mean it's gonna be like a friends episode like what tv yeah, show a friends is inspired that episode? Big? 90s like a 
you know, like mid 2000. Well, there's a Malcolm in the Middle episode as well, isn't there? Is there? So, I think there's a yeah. Friends and there's something else. There's another. There's a Mal- I heard there's a Malcolm in the Middle middle kind of episode. So which would be early 2000s? I think episode nine will be present day. And we'll, f- I don't know. That's not even a theory. That's <laughs> like, you have to bring it back to present day by episode nine. I don't know. My theories right now are still in play, but kind of not. I don't know. The first two episodes really threw me off. I was like, okay, I wasn't expecting it to be this good. Well, you said you didn't. Okay. So, so uh, let's just get to like overall how we would rate it. Because I remember you said that you weren't sure that you really liked it. Okay. So what would you rate this series so far? Let's start with Bailey. So I guess I was so hyped for this because I I love Wanda. I think she's awesome. Mm -hmm. And I want to see more of her. So super excited for this. And knowing that it was a precursor for the next Doctor Strange movie. um, I had really high hopes going into it. And I guess the first episodes, I don't want to say they were disappointing, but I guess they weren't as like crazy as I was expecting them to be. Um, so I was kind of like, I would probably rate it like a seven out of 10. And now talking with you guys and seeing more of the stuff on Twitter, probably like an eight, nine out of 10, just because of all the stuff that you don't really realize and all the thought that can go into it. Cause listen, I was watching this between classes. Like <laughs> I was just trying to get it in. And I, was I respect so that. <laughs> respect the hustle. I know. I was so bad, but I was like, oh my gosh, I came out today. Like I have to watch it. Um, so I guess I, I didn't think too much into it, but now sitting down and talking about it and really thinking about it, it's like, damn, there's so much to talk about so much to, you know, um, delve into because it's like every, like the little stuff you don't even think of can mean so much, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's where it gets its, um, high value from is these little easter eggs yeah i agree so am i next yeah (laughs) uh i'm gonna go eight or nine i'm surprised i'm honestly very surprised i'm thoroughly enjoying the sitcom-ness of it I'm, yeah. I'm laughing at all the jokes. I'm really enjoying it. I'm loving the, the homages and throwbacks to other TV shows. And I was very, very skeptical of it going in um, because I just didn't understand how it was going to work. But I'm really enjoying that aspect of it. In fact, I'm not even focused on it being a Marvel product. I'm just really just enjoying it for what it is. I also think they might be using lenses from the era to make it look that way. I wonder, and I, I would love to do some research to try and find out, but like you see like vignettes on the side of the, yeah. the corners and things are kind of blurry at the corners. So I wonder if they're using lenses from the era. But I will say is what does throw me out is there are sometimes there are modern camera techniques that do, that makes me question it more. And I wonder if that's intentional. Um, like some of the shots 
are very modern in their placement and and where the characters are in reference to the camera. It's not because like a lot of those TV shows back then is very like either side on or you're like directly in front of characters. You're never like over the shoulder or, you know, you never like three quarter lengths on, you know, it's just, I'm very interested by that, but I would say, yeah, definitely a eight, maybe a nine. I'm going to say eight. I'm going to say eight. What about you? Okay. I'm going to say same thing. Eight out of 10. Um, I want to okay. Honestly, I was expecting to be a little bit lower going into it. I was thinking right before I was going to go into it with a six out of 10, just because I'm not a huge fan, black and white movies, shows, anything I don't watch. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I loved the Easter eggs the most. Um, I loved being able to catch on to what was going on. I love the little tidbits. I like how in episode two, we kind of just go straight into like, okay, which I wasn't expecting. I was expecting to be wrong with my prediction that we weren't going to get so much at one time and that we weren't going to get everything within the first couple episodes, which we pretty much kind of got a lot of information. We got, um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say we got the, the radio, the radio signal of them trying to reach her. I didn't think that would happen for at least a few episodes. Um, Monica Rambeau coming in as Gwendolyn in the second episode, um, kind of Dottie being that nosy person who already doesn't trust Wanda right off the bat, kind of instigates her a little bit. Um, the whole magic show. Um, I, I just like that we kind of it, it starts to like you start that question mark like okay why is this happening what's gonna happen how is this going um when are we going to figure all this out um the other I, I guess the other two is just that I just don't like how the like the like how you said you like the format I'm not a huge format person on that so I think this what do you the mean? end of the second like how you said you like how they're using the camera lenses. Like, I like that they're doing that. Um, I'm just, I don't like black and white shows or movies. So it's kind of like, that's oh. where I'm like, I know. And you gotta watch me. the classics, man. Like, I Andy mean, I've Griffiths seen Wizard of Oz like, and I love Wizard of Oz. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. That's more of a reference to the the going into digital aspect of, of WandaVision. It's very Wizard of Oz. But I do like... Oh. I like I like that we're referencing Stark Industries. I like that we're referencing Hydra because these have all important as these are all important to how Wanda becomes her, Wanda and how she becomes Scarlet Witch. Um in the watch. Is there a significance to that? Like the toaster was? Just that Strucker was the reason why she was turned into Scarlet Witch and she mm-hmm. her and her brother were kept there for um mm-hmm for the observation and then they they use the um space stone on them to create their abilities because they had to create a different background because in the comics they're really mutants that's how they get their powers because the toaster kind of resembles them waiting and waiting for the bomb to go off i didn't know if the watch meant anything yeah hydra is just strucker is the one who like kind of took them in and imprisoned them and had and created their abilities through the space stone because hydra obtains the space stone at one point and that's just like a whole other kind of like oh yeah i I know there's like a there's like a number or like roman numerals letters on the watch that i really want to find out what that means 
Mm-hmm. And I think that might have a significant meaning too. But I think, again, you've got to also consider the fact that the time frame to bring these pieces up is, is very fun. Because like if we're talking 40s and we're talking Hydra, that, that makes sense. If we're talking Tony Stark and the, the 30s, that, I mean, not Tony Stark, Howard Stark and the 30s, that makes sense because these are like the era when these things were around. And I'm hoping that they continue doing it to the point of like, when we get closer to the 2000s, maybe more of Tony Stark's inventions kind of come into the fold or will we see a Captain America cameo? Just, you know, don't get my hopes up. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I think they're going to, they're going to give us nuggets of things that were going on in those times to kind of build the world out a little bit more. And I just wonder what other Marvel stuff they're going to pull out their hat to kind of help beef up the world, you know? Mm-hmm. I also wonder if that, that date of the heart, I wonder if that'll come back up again. So was that March 26th, I think it was, on the, or April? Like it was one of the, it was definitely the 26th. Right. With the heart on the, on the calendar? The 23rd or 25th? Yeah, so, yeah, what that date is and whether that's... February like 25th, again. I think it is. I wonder if that'll come up again. Because I was so random because the whole episode was them being like, what is this? What is this? And then it was just a dinner. But why put the heart, you know? Which is what they brought up. They were just like, hey, we can, you know, you can fly the speed of sound and I can lift a pencil with my finger. Like, why would we put a heart on a calendar? We don't need to you know, beat around the bush. Like we can just say it outright when we're at home. But I, yeah, I'm interested to see if that date will come back again. I also think there are things like on the, on the radio, there's a t- clock on there. And I think the time's also important in a way. I don't know yet. There's things, cause there's a reason for everything. They're not just going to give us a shot of the radio and the sound and, and not want us to look at the radio to try and find the pieces. But I agree. I wonder what they're going to do. Or are they just pulling it out of their ass as we go? And I think that's another thing that could <laughs> be possible. They're just like, yeah, let's just do the radio. And just like, let us obsess over something that's not even important. I'm going to disagree and say that they have everything planned to a particular point. And they're just pulling our strings at this point. But... I mean, I don't know. My theories are still kind of coming alive. I still have a few episodes to see if my theories are are possible. I'm going to dine a hill with your theories because they're not theories (laughs) when you're saying that things are going to happen. There's so much evidence to prove that these things are probably going to happen. It's not a theory anymore. It's more of an eventuality, but that's just me. Anywho. He's done with my shit. (laughs) Done with your shit. Anything else? Anybody's got anything else about One Division? Oh, there's honestly there's so much I can go on about, but I won't. I'll wait. I'll wait. There's, what is her? I mean, because she's like supposed to be important, like the second episode. Do we? I mean, is she anyone like for Dottie? Yeah, like is she? I wonder if she's a witch as well. 
I was thinking that, or I was thinking that she's just going to be like that nuisance in Wanda's like world. And she's going to try and figure out how to get rid of her because she keeps like saying, I don't trust you. I don't trust you and your husband. And then I think something's going to happen where Wanda has to get rid of her, like throw her out as well. So I don't know. Maybe. Zach, do you have any other final thoughts on WandaVision? Uh, nothing just besides of liking what it's, it's doing right now. Really want them to push the horror. Um, and I'm, I'm now kind of interested in what they're going to do. And also I will say it's not really a comment on WandaVision. It's more a comment on, on Marvel moving forward. I hope that they make, and I know it's kind of Tyke has been the, the, front runner for this but i hope they continue making like weird and wacky movies because it just adds something different to the palette like i I feel i get bored watching marvel movies sometimes because i know what to expect it's like a it's like a it's a color palette and there's a there's a format to the movies that you expect after a while and so that's why um ragnarok is kind of refreshing because it's it's a more comedic, vibrant take on Marvel. Well, and that's why Guardians of the Galaxy is fantastic. kind of different too. It's it's I, I like I like the fact that they've given directors the ability to make whatever they want. I mean, it does make me nervous about Eternals in a way because we don't know what that's gonna be. And that's already a massive shit show. But like <laughs> a massive shit show. Dog, it's a shit show. The fact, the fact that the um, only marketing material we have is a freaking t-shirt <laughs> makes me think this thing's just dead on arrival. But um, no, will- it just means that they're not trying to give too much away yet. Like they did Black Widow. Black Widow, they were dropping shit. Not ironically enough, dropping stuff, but they were. <laughs> I'm glad you got. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> They were, they were. (laughs) (laughs) They were, they were bringing out merchandise and they're like, oh shit, there's a pandemic. And then Eternals, they would have been, they would, I should say marketing. They were marketing, they were going to market Eternals probably right after Black Widow. And then they're like, oh wait, we have more time. That's how I think of this. You have to, you always give them the benefit of the doubt. I anyway. do. I do because it's Marvel and I don't like to doubt them because when I doubt them, that's when I look, I just, I, I. That's when you look stupid. Is that what you can say? <laughs> I hate you for that. <laughs> Sorry. I just wanted to get it on, on, on camera. I need the evidence. Just in case. <laughs> Never know. That was rude. Um, no, I don't look stupid. I just, I don't like doubting because then people bring it back to me like, you doubt it. Like my two, our two fans will bring it back. You doubted Marvel. <laughs> Bailey, do you have anything to say about Vision? I think we covered it all. Okay. I get, I mean... I mean, I'm sure that there's a ton more. I just yeah. Do you have any conspiracy theories that you think might happen, or things that you want to happen in the next couple of episodes? Or 
I want horror. I love horror. The creepiness aspect of it. I'm not sure. I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of it's going to be based on the kids, right? The babies. Mm -hmm. Do you have any plot lines that you want to like see come through or any characters you want to see come in? I'm the last (laughs) one who has a good theory. I, I mean, I'd love to see Dr. Strange obviously for him to show up but if he if he is it's going to be towards the end for sure Mm. or any big characters at least that are knowledgeable i feel like like i mean we have monica who's a big character but she's in on this you know or not in on it but she's also in this trans too it's not like no one that we've seen yet knows anything Mm mm-hmm you know, I mean, we've had the little, you know, the talking through the radio or the beekeeper guy and the person watching, but we, we've never met them or had them, you know, be anything other than just a little cameo. And I don't think we'll get that until, you know, the last couple of episodes, probably. Yeah. I agree. Especially if it is someone major, you know, not just a random guy from Ant-Man or Thor, so. Yeah. I think Darcy will play a big role later on, but I understand why they're kind of keeping her in the wraps. They get why they're keeping sword. I, I think the first five episodes are going to just solely focus, or maybe six. I'm going to say first six episodes are going to solely focus on Wanda. Um, if sword comes in at the end of, like, next episode, I'll I doubt freak, it. but... I doubt it. I think they. I think they really. They've committed. They've committed to the bit. They've committed to the sitcom thing, and I think they're going to see it out as long as possible until they're like, you know, what? I think they're going to wait at least six episodes until yeah, it gets super dark. I, I think they're like, they're we've say... covered it. Yeah, and I think like Bailey's saying, like they've incrementally upped the horror aspects. Like the the first one with it's like, oh, oh, this, no, 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 stop it, stop it, stop it. Like that's kind of like a one. Beekeeper's now like kind of two and they feel like they're going to inch it up slowly until we get to a point where it's just kind of like hopefully Hitchcocky and crazy maybe. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but I think they're going to slowly kind of So you think the Beekeeper is just the first start? You think they're going to go yeah, higher with? Sig- okay. I think he's the signal that they're going to they're gonna really go for it in the next few episodes. And I also think like consider like the horror movies that are that happened in some of these eras you know we might get like a nightmare on elm street kind of cameo going forward you know what i mean like there's 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 things that they could do or references they could make to pop culture of the of the time through the show and i'll be because i mean like when we get to like 2000s we're thinking maybe like scream or something who knows like you know like that's that's where i'm I'm hoping it goes where they kind of emulate some of the ho- the horror movies of the day. Because I, I will say, like, that episode felt, episode two felt kind of Hitchcockian with the beekeeper and he turns around and, like, he's just there. Like, felt very, very much of that era. So I wonder if they're going to do that. that. That's, like, a hot take. The creepiest was the radio. I think that's so creepy. No, I think I thought that was so creepy though. Just the whole 
Wanda, we're trying to reach you. Where, you know, who's doing this to you? And she's just like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, no. Yeah. I'm like, um, does anyone else hear this? Like, why? <laughs> that's, the, that's another thing. Like things happen that no one acknowledges. Besides her. Yeah. Dottie breaking the glass in her hand. All she said was, how do you get blood out of a dress? Like, yeah. yeah. Are we not going to discuss the fact you just broke that in your just, hand? I, I That's, that's my, th- I definitely think that it's people reaching Wanda in the middle of a trance. And she's just not having it. And she's, she's not letting well, I mean, it, it makes sense. The way you state it, it does make sense. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's how it turns out in the next, like, at the end of the series, like, episode nine. I don't know. All right. Um, well, I think that's all, folks, right? <laughs> I think so. I think we covered a lot in okay. WandaVision. Okay. Do I get my ten my ten second bachelor recap this episode? No, you don't. <laughs> no, that was another episode of That's, That's what she said with Zach, Nicole. Oh, and me, baby. That's the guest. And Nala. And Nala. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next time. We'll see y'all next time. Oh, there you go. <laughs>